welcome, 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 and Happy New Year. Welcome to CNC Chat Chat. I'm your host, Cardelia Reed. And I'm your other host, Claudia <laughs> DiMartino. And we welcome you to, uh, can you believe it's 2023? Uh, no, no, I can't. Oh my, oh my. Even if you say it again, I can't. It's 2023. <laughs> I can't believe it. It's, wow, too soon, yes, too fast. It still looks like Christmas. We're yes, not letting it go. We can't get past that. But we're in January now. <laughs> Absolutely. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we are so looking forward to this year. We're looking forward to our time with you mm, today and moving yeah. forward. And we thought, as we put our little minds together as to what to talk about, um, we are going to deal with leaving behind. Yeah, yeah. 2022's yes, gone. Yes. The junk is gone. Right. And we all make New Year's resolutions. We mm -hmm. all come in wanting to be fresh and new with a verve and a vigor and mm. all of that. Mm -hmm. And with that, you know, we're wishing you a very blessed, happy, prosperous, joyous new year. Yes. And with that newness. And one of the things that we want to talk about is having victory over identity theft. Mm. Wow, that is so powerful. You know, I was thinking about our topic and I know you experienced this at like your, let's just say if you're in America, you probably went to a holiday party. If you're not here, you probably experienced this otherwise. There are people, let's just say a woman who identifies herself through her marriage, her husband. I remember years ago, there was this lady, and she could not open up her mouth unless she talked about her husband. Whoa. Now, among all these people, she would talk about her husband, this, her husband, that. I mean, it could be, hello, this person. Hello, his name. Hello, but it's just something all the time. Now, at the same time she mentioned him up, he was sleeping with every woman that was around in this group. If he wasn't sleeping with him, he was asking to sleep with them or flirting. So can you imagine among her so-called friends who she also identified with? She identified with her husband and she identified with her friends that knew he was mm. sleeping around mm -hmm. and she's bragging about her husband 24-7. Can you imagine what she must have looked like in the eyes of a so-called friend bragging about a husband that they know is sleeping around? Yeah. This is a typical situation. Okay, this is very typical when we talk about identi identifying with man rather than with the Lord. Yeah. Because the, the thing here is that we have to know that when we're not identifying with something or someone, excuse me, more concrete and grounded in God's word, there's disappointment, mm -hmm. there's betrayal, mm -hmm. there's hurt. And there's pain. And so I don't even have to describe all those in that situation because you actually see that in that situation. Mm -hmm. So in other words, if you're finding your identity in your husband or your friends, just know that there's a guaranteed disappointment there because they're not perfect. Mm -hmm. But this is why we're here to talk about life, especially identity from a biblical perspective. Yeah. And with that... <laughs> We just bounce off of each other. Yes, we, we do. We have no idea what we're saying. And then like, oh yeah, that's going to trigger me. Okay. Um, this is a passionate topic yeah, for me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's also passionate for Cardelia. Mm -hmm. But I spent mm. the majority of my life listening to what others said about me, trying to please mm. everybody mm. else and what they thought about me. And it is impossible Very. to please everybody. Yes. It's impossible because they don't even know what they want. They That's don't even right. know what they like. And they're trying to please everybody else. And sometimes they can be more messed up than we are. Absolutely. But as I was thinking about and praying about this time together, the scripture that jumped out at me was Genesis 127. Mm. 
So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Stop and take pause of that that's for a big. minute. That's big, yeah, that's good. That's good. We're going around, we don't even know who we are. Right. But yet <laughs> God himself created us in his image. Mm. Mm. That's huge. So when, when we're huge. not in Christ, when we're not in the Lord, we're floundering, we have no idea who we are. Like, right. I can speak for myself. Right. And then when we come into Christ, mm-hmm. we take on his full identity, his persona, because we're Absolutely. created to be like him. We're little oh, Christs. That is so good. You know, I tell people, I, I love that. When we already in his image, because you see it in Genesis 1, that God made man in his image. Now, we're made physically in this image. Mm-hmm. The step two process yes. is being made internally in exactly. character in this image. Exactly. And that is our overall process. And you will find that. I would say get yourself an NIV. If you don't have an NIV Bible, get an Amplified Version. Mm-hmm. But get yourself a Bible where you can understand it. Not necessarily. You can get the King James Version. But here's my point. Romans 8 actually talks about that whole sanctification process. Mm-hmm. Romans, the book of Romans, mm-hmm. period. But it talks about that whole sanctification process and what that means means when we're walking with the Lord on the spiritual level, but also, uh, I'm going to take this down one more notch, because I went up like five notches. You saw that. Okay, let me come down for just a second. What it means to get our character like Jesus, and that, and see, it sounds like a cliche. The whole point is this. We go through the things that Claudia was just talking about. We go through the things that lady I was just talking about in the example. We go through those things because the Lord is always concerned about one thing, being more like him, which is the glorification process at the end, more like Jesus. And Jesus is love. So the Lord takes us through those things over and over and over and over and over and over. Notice I'm going higher and higher and higher and higher. So every time you go through something, you go up higher with your faith. You go through something again, a little bit higher with your face. When you went through your car accident, you went up. You probably stayed there for the processing, Mm -hmm. but you got deeper with the Lord and you got a little bit higher in your Mm -hmm. faith. That is the whole point. Now, you notice that sometimes that's not the case. If you are not a believer or if you are someone who are believing and you get stuck and the same thing keeps happening over and over and over because the Lord loves you so much. He wants you to get that identity part right yeah. so that you can start identifying with him. And the, the one thing I'm going to say is this. Matthew eleven twenty eight. Claudia just talked about the things she had gone through and who she was identifying with. Matthew eleven twenty eight says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. 29, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. This is the world we're talking about right now. This is the world. This is why believers should not be feeling that way, because we find the solution right here. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. This is what you experience when you surrender. You surrender yourself to identify with Jesus. Okay. Um. I love it. I'm sorry. I can tell the wheels are turning, 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 turning. turning, turning. Um, You know, we put things together for the show, and then the Holy Spirit shows up and goes, Exactly. "Eh, eh, We're going this way. Forget about that. Yeah. (laughs) That's exactly right. Um, But one of the things that is paramount Mm -hmm. for me, anyway, and I hope for you when we talk Mm -hmm. about this. Mm 
we're, we're supposed to be in the world, we're in the world, but not of the world. Absolutely. That's a scripture. I don't know where it is, but it's there. We are literally, we were surrounded by worldly things. We grew up before mm-hmm. we knew Christ in the world. And then sometimes when we come into Christ, we're still overwhelmed by the world and we'll still live that way. But the world thinks I'm going in a place I didn't okay, think I was going to go. Okay, you're going to have to go. You got to okay. go. <laughs> <laughs> the world thinks we evolved. Mm, arrived. And, wow, um, wow, wow. That we were not created by a supreme being. Right. That we just happened. Okay? Yeah. Mm. Well, I got to tell you something. That really bothers me. because Not just because right. I'm in Christ. You mean... With that kind of rational, that kind of right. rationale, right. it's like, you mean I, I'm just like a blob? I just, <laughs> there's no purpose. There's right. no purpose to Uh-oh. my life. I just kind of happen. But you know what? In, the, in Hebrew, there's yeah. no word for coincidence or chance or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And that's good. the scripture I, the Lord gave me for this was in Jeremiah 1, 5. Mm-hmm. He says, before... I formed you in yes. the womb. Yes. I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. That's so good. I appointed you as yes. a prophet to the nations. Yes. This is Jeremiah. Mm-hmm. The Lord speaking to Jeremiah. But think about this. The Lord formed you. He knew you. He yes. has a purpose for you. He was anointed and appointed. We're not just happenstance. We're not just right. a blob that just right. kind of got deposited here and just kind of oozed and happened. We have purpose. Mm-hmm. We have. We were formed. Mm-hmm. God knew us, and that makes this identity in Him even more profound. Oh, big time! Oh, and big so, time. wow, that is. It took me a long time to come to the understanding that I have a purpose. Absolutely. That's so good. But I was literally so overwhelmed and overcome by what man thought of me. This started early. Yeah. Very early in my childhood years. Uh, And don't think that that doesn't take root. When things happen, I think I've mentioned this maybe episodes before, but when I was in school, um, a lot of discipline, mm. and it was like literally I grew up in the era of, you know, don't talk unless you talk to, don't speak unless you're acknowledged, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Well, when I was in the fourth grade, um, I would always do my homework. I was very diligent and stuff, mm-hmm. but the teacher had a policy that if we got an answer wrong, we got put in the Dumb row. Mm, that's so bad. Okay. Well, enough times I got put in the dumb row. You start believing it. I shut my mouth. Yeah. I didn't open my mouth. And I believed I was stupid mm. for a good portion of my life. Mm-hmm. And that took, re- I'm going to get emotional. Oh, I understand. I, I remember so vividly what it was like to live like that. It's a really bad way to and live. And yet the world was bombarding me. My family was bombarding me. You need to do something with your life. You need, you know, and I didn't know what that was, but deep inside of me, I knew what it was. 
I was born to be an actress. Mm. But that was irresponsible. That was not worthy of even thinking about. You it. were just acting dumb. I was, I was acting dumb. <laughs> I hope we did a bad job of that. Exactly. So because that thought process yeah. that I'm stupid mm. took root, that held me back. I felt I was too stupid to go to college, mm-hmm. so I went to I went to a, like a, a a community college for like a semester, and I well that didn't work. Mm. And I went to work. I had secretarial skills, and I sure, went to work. As a, sure, But I always felt I was going to fail at my job. I was yeah. going to fail at this, fail at, because I didn't know better. Isn't it amazing how failure is a default feeling? Is you said something pretty amazing here. We are what we think we identify with, period. So basically, let me take think off. You are what you identify with. If you identify with failure, lack, defeat, depression, hurt, anger, bitterness, resentment, uh, just all kinds of sicknesses and pain, because you're going to start having sicknesses in your body when you feel like that all the time in your soul, then you are identifying with death. It's just because that is what the world wants you to do. That's what the devil wants, actually. That's the, and the devil is actually in the atmosphere. But when you start identifying with what I just read in, in Matthew eleven twenty eight, peace, love, joy. Uh, you know, we call that the fruit of the spirit. Mm-hmm. Kindness and meekness, tenderheartedness, pleasure. When you start identifying with things like that, then you are identifying with life. So you become life when you identify with that and you become death when you identify with death. And we wonder why we're having so many problems with, we did shows on suicide. When you're having problems with people, um, we talked about things with people um, just basically not knowing who they are before in some Mm -hmm. other of our Mm -hmm. shows. People not knowing who they are because they become chameleons. Okay, I'm over here at Joe's house and I identify with Joe. Then I'm going to go to Camelia's house and I identify with Camelia. Mm-hmm. Then I'll go over to the club. Now I'm in the club. Mm-hmm. They have no idea. Yeah. And then they wonder why when they're alone, they have nothing to identify with. Yeah. And then that's when they go jump over the bridge. Exactly. We have to be very, yeah. very careful with yeah. that because that's very strong and it's very, very true. That's why the Bible, uh, uh, somewhere in God's word, I know it's in Proverbs, but I can't <laughs> tell you exactly where. Be careful how you think, think. because thinking gives yeah. birth to your destiny. Yeah. That's even, it gives birth to your destiny. And that is where your identity truly lies. So you have to make a decision. What do you want to and who do you want to identify with today? First, it becomes who? Okay. Jesus or the prince of the air, which mm-hmm. is the devil. Or do you want to identify just say, okay, I don't really care. Mm-hmm. Then that's what kind of life you're going to have, yeah. right? You can't, cannot be one or the other. It has to be one or the other. Mm-hmm. It cannot be in between. That's what I'm trying to yeah. say. Sorry. It cannot be in between. It has to be one or the other. Yeah. <laughs> so with all of that, yeah. um, I, I didn't know who I was. Mm. I mean, I was trying to shoehorn myself into what everybody said I was. And mm. um, so then I went back. I went to college finally, yeah. majoring in business. I hated it. You hated business? I, mean, I hated, yeah, I just hated it. Why did you major in business? Because that's what I was supposed to do. That's, and that, that's exactly where I was going with that. 
That's what the world, I mean, I did something very similar. That's exactly what the world tells us to do. Yeah. Go to school, major in something you absolutely hate because that's I, what the I world mean, is doing. I was doing. good at it. Yeah, but still, you don't like but it. But it was like I, I forced myself. Exactly. I mean, to take an exam, to study, to do it all, it was painful. I'm being very dramatic because it was painful. Absolutely. Um, but yet wow. then wow. I went, I graduated, got my, my bachelor's degree in business, then I went to uh, I tried to find a job, and I couldn't get a job. I wanted being a secretary again, an assistant, because I needed my MBA to get into. So now I have to, I'm working full time, going to school at night to get my MBA because that's what the world said I needed to get ahead. And I was the little hamster in the wheel, doing what the world said I needed to do to be successful. Absolutely. And yet I was literally going through the motions. Um, but wow. I had a purpose. I was going to be successful in business now, all the while going, <gasps> not in my stomach, because this is not what I was created to do. Wow. You know what this reminds me of? Um, years ago, I watched a documentary on some um, kids from some area in Africa. I'm not going to say which area. And they were coming over to the United States because they were in a very war-torn country. I mean, it was really, really bad. People mm. were getting um, killed and, you know, people were coming through killing everybody. It was one of those kind of war-torn countries. Well, they were able to get out and come to the United States. Now, they came to an area that people actually hosted them. So they were in some really nice areas. Well, they came and then they got a little accustomed to the westernized culture. And they saw the cars and the houses and the jobs. And they said, oh, we work on McDonald's. Now, that's a blessing. That is a blessing you should count because every little thing counts because they came from such a war-torn area. They couldn't even come out the house without risking their lives, right? So they come over here, got a hosted family, work at McDonald's, and they say, no, this is not good enough. I could be something higher. Who told them that? Who told them that working at McDonald's was not good enough? Mm -hmm. Why does the world say that? Mm -hmm. It becomes an, an, eco, an economic, socioeconomic decision. Somebody said be working at McDonald's is not good enough for you, so I want to be higher. And who said something else was higher? Yes. Man. <laughs> who, you know what I'm saying? Because you're saying the same thing in your, you got degrees that you kind of forced yourself to get because you thought you were supposed to. Well, I did the same thing. I have four degrees. I went to school for it because I thought it was the best thing to do. I got the degrees because I thought it would be a good idea, but I've never really worked a job I like. <laughs> I mean, you could be really good at this thing, but you're not liking it. The one thing that I do like is what we're doing right now. Yeah. That's how you know you're exactly. made to do something, you know? And that's what's funny because <laughs> people who knew me way back when... right. I literally, when I was a kid, I hid in closets, I hid under beds, mm. I didn't talk, I didn't, I don't want to be around anybody. I was just like so closed in because I, I was afraid of people. Wow. And wow. yet they were having such an impact on me. Wow. <laughs> so there's a scripture in Philippians 3, 1, 3. And this is where the rubber meets the road mm. in terms of, are we going to pay attention to what man says? Or are we going to start believing what God says about That's us? That's right. That's okay. really good. So in Philippians 1, I'm going to start with verse 2. Okay. Watch out for those dogs, mm -hmm. those evildoers, mm -hmm. those mutilators mm -hmm. of the flesh. Mm -hmm. For it is we who are the circumcision. Yes. We who serve God by his spirit who boast in Christ Jesus, and who put no confidence in the flesh. So you've got That's man good. or woman, whoever it is, yeah. telling you who you are, what right. you are, 
what you should be. Now, I'm not saying that we shouldn't be getting guidance. I'm not saying that we shouldn't have mentors and people in our lives that we can trust that speak life to us and recognize who we are. But those people years ago who knew me as this quiet mouse are stunned that I have a voice. A quiet mouse, (laughs) right? I am not a quiet mouse anymore. Right. But this is God that Mm. did this. Because I had to go through this journey with him, this process with him to discover my identity in Christ and who he created me to be. Absolutely. And I am. Yeah. <laughs> I tell well, you, he laughs at me because I always do like this little Holy Spirit oh. dance when I'm so beside myself, happy with that the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. in me is jumping for joy because when you discover your identity. Mm-hmm. And what you were born to do. Right, right. Oh my goodness. It's like. It's amazing. I'm all, get out of the way. I'm coming through. And yeah. there is a saying, you know, if you do work with you love, you'll never work a day in your life. Mm-hmm. And how many people That's are good. crammed, shoehorned, stuffed into things because you need to be responsible. You know, uh, what you want to do is not not reasonable. It's just insane. Mm-hmm. And that a lot of times comes with those who want to be artists, mm-hmm. whatever the, whether it be okay. music, acting, theater, uh, 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 painting, whatever. I mean, if we, that was the case, we wouldn't have, we never would have heard Beethoven. We never would go to a museum. We ne- I mean, we'd never be able to experience the creativity because a characteristic yeah. of God. He's the creator of the universe, and that creativity is a characteristic that we have because we're in him. He created us. He, exactly. So, yes, we are creative. And creativity wow. doesn't necessarily always mean yeah. the arts. Right. I mean – Creativity to create the rocket ship that went to the moon. Absolutely. Creativity to engineer the, yeah. the next car that's going to save and get you 500 miles to the gallon. You know, that kind of, that's creativity. And where do those ideas come from? From God. From God. You know, there are some people that's watching this show, and we know that you may be in areas where um, you may not be able to know the difference between right or wrong. The difference between good or bad, because they're probably so used to a certain type of environment. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so one of the things is that we are biased for the Lord. Okay. We, we are <laughs> believers in Jesus. So the, Jesus said, the only thing you have to do is believe. So if you make up your mind right now that you are going to believe in Jesus, and I guarantee you, he will guide you in the right mm-hmm. direction mm-hmm. to find your identity. Because what you just did, you first said, okay, I'm going to identify with Jesus, who is a supernatural God, okay? Mm-hmm. He's a supernatural force, and he already knows you're going to say that. And then when you make up your mind, he's going to guide you in the direction for you to go, and you're going to know what's right and wrong. You're going to know the difference between turning from the right or to the left, because yeah. that's what his word says. Exactly. It's in his word. Exactly. Your next step will be get yourself a bite. I don't care if you have to hide it. Get yourself a Bible and apply protection and the blood of Jesus over your family and over what you are doing because the Lord will guide you into where you're mm-hmm. going to go for your identity. Now, we've got to get rid of the yes, end. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but just a quick note on that. Yes, sure. Digest what we're saying. Yes. Marinate in what we're yes. saying. Yes. Because the Lord has the best for you and he knows who he created you to be. Absolutely. So with that said. Yeah. Take a step to just go, Lord, 
I've been believing lies about mm. myself mm. and literally come to him and say, help me know who I am, especially in you. That's Show good. me who you created me to be, Absolutely. that I can have an impact on this world because it's never about us. That's right. It's always about That's the right. Lord and it's always about Absolutely. others. So with that, I mean, I mentioned that, um, and we'll talk more as the episodes go on. Yes. But I said I'm yes. very passionate about all of this, this topic about victory over identity mm -hmm. theft. Mm -hmm. And I, for too many years, had people stealing, I allowed people to steal my identity, mm -hmm. okay? And I've captured it all in my book, My Wall is Red, A Memoir of Discovery, available on Amazon.com. And literally, I go through all the walls I built up in my life that held me back and prevented me from being all God created me to be. I believed the lies. Mm -hmm. And my wall is red personifies victory, victory over bringing down those walls, victory of identifying who I am. And I wrote this to inspire you to discover who you were born to be. Oh, that's so good. So the little diary of relationship truths is about, it's on Amazon, by the way, your book is on Amazon. Oh, yeah, is. <laughs> Mine's on Amazon, by the way. Um, just, you know what, actually finding out and identifying with the Holy Spirit, spending time with the Holy Spirit and having the Holy Spirit lead you through all, every single path in your life, especially relationships. That's why I titled Little Diary of Relationship Truths, whether it's with people, with yourself, with the Lord, or with your, your husband, soon-to-be husband, or whomever. That's what it's about. Now, before we go, I want to reach out to you because we're looking for you to help. Now, if you enjoying our show now, and you continue to enjoy our show going forth, and you've enjoyed it in the past, so much enjoyment, we're asking you to consider being a sponsor. We want to expand and stay where we are. We want to continue to provide this to you, and we want to go forth and expand, expand, expand. So we'd love for you to sponsor or donate. Um, look up on the screen, donate, uh, PayPal me at CC Chat Chat. Uh, we would love to have you send us an email, uh, ccchatchat22 at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Uh -huh. uh, your last, any last thoughts, my dear, sweet co-host? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, we, the Lord brought us together. Absolutely. And it wasn't a chance meeting. We were at a ch church and there was a woman's group and we connected. And did I ever see myself mm. working with Cardiac? No. Mm. But because he knew us before we were in the mm. room, oh, yeah. he created us to do this. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until, it was like, I think, June. Recently. No, no it was uh, May Last, of this yeah, year. Yeah, we this said, year. all right, we talked about it enough. Let's do a let's podcast. Do Absolutely. And he put two big talkers together. But what we talk about is truth. That's right. What we talk about is coming out of the, the depths of our being and what journey we have been on because the Lord brought us here. Mm -hmm. The Lord gave us our voices and we are sharing with you because this is to give glory to God that we are literally the manifestation of God's working power within us. That's so good. Absolutely. Absolutely. We love you. Thank you for joining us today. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Amen.